tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. resources continue to impede efforts by NGOs and the new public institutions working in the area of care. We have a special conversation on the Many thanks for choosing us. A 10-day-old baby has died at the KNUST hospital in Kumasi in a suspected case of medical negligence. The baby was sent to the facility for a male circumcision procedure, but hospital sources say he suffered cardiac arrest and died a few minutes later while in the care of the medical team. A humanitarian of our health desk reports the situation has left the parents of the baby devastated. On April 3, 2023, Mohammed Jamal and Halima to Adams took their son, Faraj Mohammed, to the KNUST hospital for a simple procedure, male circumcision. The baby was received by a nurse who took him to the theater for the procedure. 
your belco for circumcision. Your Jarrah Crano, your more than Bibia Hano, and then a call Tech Hospital. Your dinner call hospital, no. I'm a much later at my alcohol, a man nursing, no, a Bajia Colano Shano. Say, Ojia Colano, a in a diaper, no, a run at Tadisha Colano Shane, a diaper, Shane, a Bemma Hunina, or Shane, not Osibia, okay. The wild cry of the baby was heard for the last time by the parents who were then seated at the waiting area of the theater. Then some senior nurses and doctors were seen rushing into the theater, a development which made the parents distraught. The baby's mother, Halima to Adams, knew something bad had happened to the baby but had to endure a long wait to hear news about her son. Doctor Nekal Sakrama Manang Kasensi or Kasana Namikase Gotchen said Doctor Gachem Semi Banu because no my feelings say I'm Pabibi Ayamepam. The thought of losing their only male child under bizarre circumstances has left the couple traumatized. The feeling or the pain that you go through unless you experience it. Because it's something you cannot even express it. What you go through, the psychological pains, the trauma that you go through any night, what, when you hear the cry of the child, the pains and the even you, you can't do anything, you can't focus. Authorities at the KNUST hospital have declined comments on the mother. The university relations officer says the matter has been referred to the legal department of the university. But a patient-centered non-governmental group is leading a campaign to bring justice to the Jamals. The Advocacy for Medical Malpractice Victims says it can establish a prima facie case against KNUST Hospital. Kwame Brobe Apia is the executive secretary. From all indications, the hospital was negligent in the conduct of the circumcision. So we believe strongly that we will be able to establish a prima facie case against the hospital. And the little checks that we have made with the hospital, uh, the indications are that one, exercise. Then again, we are also told that they do the risk associated with the procedure and then any other outcome that they are likely to have before the process is done. That wasn't done. Also, we are from the investigations we have done, we know for a fact that they actually did not take the history of the baby before proceeding to, I mean, undertake the procedure. If that had been done, I am sure a lot of these issues would have been averted. Checks at the health ministry indicate medical legal cases are on the rise in the country. In recent times, at least two medical legal cases are received every week, a development which has left health minister Kwekwajimaimenu worried. What I'm seeing of late in the ministry are issues of litigation. For the past four weeks or so, almost every week, we get at least one letter from the Attorney General's office. Somebody has sued, somebody with problems with care, service delivery, and they want us to come with information for them to go to court with. They will refer to Director General Okumabwaji. But I've been with you for the past six years. Earlier when I came in, those things were not happening that much. 
but now it's become something, it's just climbing, it's becoming very common. From Kumasi, for Joy News, Oinitaria reporting. Let's still stick on health because there's an increase in demand for an urgent government intervention to provide holistic care for mentally ill. Attempts by non-governmental organizations to complement government's efforts have been overstretched due to the immense need for human and financial resources. Reducing stigma and ensuring access to quality mental health care in Ghana remains a mission yet to be accomplished. Hano Dame has been exploring the case of mental health care and this feature titled Minds on the Street. Some are very young and some are very old too and some too they are it is not only about how they feel. In August 2022, a mentally challenged woman hit a man with stones at this particular spot. For those who stay and live around, it was a moment of reawakening. For how long are they going to tolerate or look over their shoulders when they see a mentally challenged person in their vicinity? That torturous incident lingers on, on the minds of many who heard it, but most especially on the minds of those who witnessed that horror. Tagged, abused, or beaten by a mentally challenged person is an act no one would want to experience. It's quite frustrating of late. Um, I do meet them. Sometimes they come towards you whilst you are working and... Um, you are a little scared, especially during the night, and you feel you should run away. And when you try to, they try to follow you. It is something which is really, you know, uncomfortable. And I feel the government should, in a way, try to put them together in one place. You know, some are very threats to life. That intervention to get them off the streets was announced on March 2022 by the then medical director of the Accra Psychiatric Hospital, Dr. Pinaman Apau. She revealed the redevelopment of the facility into a 220-bed hospital was under government's Agenda 111 program and was part of many other projects, including the construction of 101 district hospitals, six regional hospitals, and two psychiatric hospitals. The first day that was communicated to management was the end of June 2022. However, updates that I got recently from the coordinator of the Agenda 111 project indicates that currently they are doing what we call technical evaluation on tenders that had been submitted. But almost a year on, not much has happened in terms of a pull-down and a fixed lift. One would think the facility hosting some of the mentally challenged persons in the national capital will be rid of their presence around their premises. But that's not what we see here at the Accra Psychiatric Hospital, 
with some of them reserving permanent habitations around this place, passers-by and residents are uncomfortable. We will feel very bad because it is not good for somebody to carry a stone and throw another person. Even if even the person is not a madman or the person is not a mad woman, you understand? It's, we call it a little violence. It's something that is not good at all at all. Former director of the Accra Psychiatric Hospital, Dr. Akwisiose, delsing on this development. As at the time the idea came to pull down the structures and build new ones, we had got to the point where it didn't seem fitting for a facility of our age in Ghana. So the idea was to pull it down and rebuild it. Uh, all things were more or less in place, but somehow it stalled. I'm sure it's not to totally dead. I'm sure the plans are still there, that somewhere along the line, uh, you'll get the funding to continue the program. That was it. Now, you mentioned two new psychiatric hospitals. Yes, one in the northern belt, one in the middle belt. As far as I know, they are still on the drawing board. Uh, land has been secured, and, and they started building them. So we hope that funds will continue to be available for them to finish building them. And if they finish, it will be wonderful. Because for now, all our three facilities are down south. As a nation waits to see the fulfillment of the redevelopment promise, we should have seen the completion of the redevelopment promise. The mentally challenged on the streets will perhaps remain, and the fears of many will also perhaps remain. Some of them, in fact, they look uh, scary, and I think it is not right to be walking on the way and maybe coincidentally you run through them and then some of them, are, in fact, what they can do to you. And because he's a mad person or mentally challenged person, you can't take him or her to court or anything like that. I am Hannah Odami for Joy News. I am Hannah Odami for Joy News. in the studio by Dr. Iao Amankwa Arthur. He is the Deputy Director in Charge of Health Promotion at the Mental Health Authority and we're going to have a conversation. of the care for persons with mental health conditions. Mm. What was the status of um, interventions, if I may ask? I mean, to check stigmatization of persons uh, with mental health over the period we've, we've had cause to complain about this. Well, stigma is an attitudinal problem. 
that is more rife in our community. It's a deep-rooted problem. Stigma is about when you know. So let me set, let me set the, 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 the story this way. Okay. If I should ask you that if you were to, or somebody close to you, a colleague is experiencing psychological issues, what is your knowledge? Do you have appropriate knowledge? Do you have good attitude to support this individual to seek for care? Would you support that individual while that person is receiving care? That is the question I ask. Okay. If the answer is yes, fine. If the answer is no, then there's a bit of stigma there. Because you see the person and you think that, oh, you have your own problem, you have personality weakness and all that. That is the issue that we are having. So, yes, stigma is not something that we can assess. It's by our attitude towards, towards our colleagues, our family members and all that. Mm-hmm. Imagine somebody breaks the hand. All of, all of you guys will go to visit that individual mm-hmm. in the home. Yeah. But what if I say that I have psychological issues? You have your own problem. You, are, you have personality weakness. That is the stigma. So it's about time, and it, it's, it's, it's underpinned by lack of knowledge. Yeah. So until people get that appropriate knowledge, mm-hmm. they will still express negative attitudes. And then that's where um, I'm, I'm heading towards. Have you created enough awareness? Oh. Because if I have a colleague or I have someone closer who is showing some traits of mental illness, I may not even know. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC because I don't know the symptoms, I don't know the triggers, I don't know what to look out for. But if I'm educated well enough, then I'll be able to pick some of these signals and not to stigmatize. That is, that is very true. 
And with this awareness, it comes in different forms. We can do a whole nation whereby we show stuff on TV, on radio, and of course, you yourself will need to take that step to acquire that knowledge. When mm -hmm. COVID came, we were not waiting for the TV. We were reading all over the place mm -hmm. to get knowledge about it because it was scary. So it is the attitude with which we, we embraced acquiring the knowledge of COVID. Mm -hmm. It was scary. So it is the attitude with which we, we embraced acquiring the knowledge of COVID. Mm -hmm. That for every four people, one of them is likely to experience mental health conditions in their lifetime. Okay. And currently, we have more than 350 million people globally experiencing depression. Great knowledge, seek for help. Yeah. That is what I advise. Mm. You may take some steps that may not be helpful to you. Yeah. Some will enjoy drinking alcohol and yeah. taking substance, mm -hmm. and they all end up on the street. Yeah. So if you are not sure, Steps. But there are simple lifestyles. But, but what, what are the triggers? What, what, at what point would you think that I am stressed and so I need help? Well, when, when more often when your mental capacity, you know that your mental capacity have dropped. You cannot sleep well. You cannot eat well. You become restless. Those that you used to enjoy, you are not enjoying. It. Relate well with your colleagues. You understand your work capacity you know that you can read continuously for three hours now you realize that now you can one hour you get tired and that sort of thing yeah. mental exhaustion mm. the moment you begin to experience this thing it should tell you that look you need you need some sort of help and there are basic lifestyle changes that you need to sleep well you need to eat well you don't spend the whole night looking at everybody's statues and responding to it when you need to be sleeping yeah. if you don't get good sleep it affects your mental capacity you get tired you get tired all the time you so these are as well so basic, basic lifestyle changes, that is the first step. Mm. But when it graduates, then you need to seek for help. Mm. I want to talk about how to foster the culture of acceptance. I mean, understanding uh, people having mental challenges and then you know, having some empathy for them. But it brings back the conversation about awareness. You talked about COVID. Even COVID, that affected everybody. We were all scared. This is new. I mean, it's going to kill us. And so we all wanted to read something about it. But you want a third party to have empathy, to feel for someone close to them, and not to stigmatize them. They are two different things. So I want to believe that there should be a systematic way of actually imposing all of this on us creating that kind of awareness, you know, that also works. Instead of waiting for us to get up and go start reading about how to, um, you know, get the triggers, if you have a colleague or a family member who has, is showing signs, what are the signs they will be showing, what should I do? How, how about if you have a colleague or a family member who has, is showing signs, what are the signs they will be showing, what should I do? How, how about
we need to understand is that each of us is at risk at any point in time of experiencing mental health problems. Yeah. And for that matter, how you want that every, every little support that comes into the management and treatment yeah. from family members is worthy. If you wait and it gets worse, you would have to live here to go and visit that individual. You, it's, it's costly because yeah. you are living there. But when it's early, that means that you need to only to talk to that person, for example, okay. have you taken your medication, have you done that? And that, that support helps in recovery faster. So the moment you realize that you have a problem and you seek for early intervention, yeah. the outcomes are much better and faster for you. If you wait, it will get worse. And as it gets worse, management and treatment becomes more expensive and more difficult. Mm. And so if there is uh, that intervention, um, early detection, or you, you find out that there's something like that, and there's also what you, you call the, the personalized treatment. Personalized treatment is when you've gone into the facility. You've gone into the facility, okay. and the doctors and nurses, the doctors have assessed you and decide that this is the plan, that this is the management plan they are going to follow in your treatment. That is personalized. If we suffer... Is that, there a possibility of... Of course, of that is what they've been doing. Treatment. That is what they've been doing. That, okay. is what, that, is that what, means that you don't have to be admitted at the no, hospital. No, 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 no. We are talking about community-based... So you go in, if you go in early, okay. they don't, perhaps they would not need to admit you. Okay. So they give you the advice, the medication, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But you have community mental health nurses mm -hmm. who would come home to have a look at you and help in the management. It's all management, management, management to treatment. Mm. We've been talking about educating the public. We've been talking about how we ourselves can take up the um, mandate, or, I mean, upon ourselves to read and understand what the triggers are and act fast. But we need to also talk about health professionals, those who give care to mental health uh, patients. What's our situation as a country? Health professionals in general. Or mental health professionals. Mental health professionals. And in terms of their training? In terms of their training, I would say they are having the best of training. Okay. Uh, the numbers that we have issues about, because you've reported before that most of them are living outside to seek for greener pastures. Mm -hmm. And so that has reduced the numbers, increasing the burden of those here. But the fastest strategy is to increase their production. Of course, not forgetting about the quality. The quality will not be compromised on the training that they receive. But the idea is to increase production from the training colleges so that they would, they would close the gap with this training. Yes. So generally, what would be your assessment of mental health care in Ghana? Has there been an improvement or we are having more people on the street? I think... Um, Last year, last year or so, the Minister of Health reported about 16,000 people on the street. That is a huge number, and that is concerning. Mm. So for me, even if there is one person on the street, that is too much numbers for me. Yeah. You understand? Mm -hmm. That is too much numbers for me. Okay. Uh, mental health in Ghana, yes, there is more room for improvement, but we've done so much. Years ago, you guys will not even have mental health issues to talk about. But here, yeah, we are talking about mental health. Mm -hmm. So through that education and awareness and collaboration with you guys, that is one bit. 
Um, the passing of the act in itself, we are trying to, our current chief executive is more enthused about collaboration, okay. bringing everybody on board. Because everybody is working in their silos, but if you all work together, the impact will be huge. Yeah. The impact will be huge. So that is what we are looking at. We are asking everybody that, look, if you are doing something about mental health, come, our doors are always open. Let's see how we can work better. So that, that's asking me to come and negotiate for my five hours. Mm -hmm. Of course, we are going to start that when we finish this program. So that is all that... We, we are looking at at this stage. Mm. Let, let's look at the challenges. I mean, funding is something we all know about. It's been one of your biggest challenges. Uh, what other challenges can you talk about? And has it gotten better in terms of funding? Uh, funding, I would say that, I mean, if we get more, we'll be happy with it. Okay. And we are, are you satisfied with what you have now? Um, I would not use, you know, as far as if we get more, we'll be happy. If, that you are, if, if you are eating one liver twist, ask for more. It's, a, it's an issue of an liver twist, ask for more. So, yes, uh, we, and we are grateful for very any that government does for us. We are, we are so much grateful because every little helps, you understand. Okay. Yes, so financial issues, yes, that's the major problem because whatever you need, whatever you need in terms of medication, in terms of logistics and resources, even the producing the necessary, everything money you yeah. understand mm -hmm. and it's all it's a system you know but the money is what you need yeah. so if the money comes all these things would be would be addressed yes the challenges are there but I, I must tell you that we are doing our best under the circumstance and uh, uh, yes the stigma is there but I can't I can't say when you talk to people are more receptive to listening to mental health issues than previously. So that means that we've made, a, we've made some impact, we've made some significant impact, people embracing mental health. So attitude, stigma, it's quite deep. So it takes quite some time to approach it, if you understand what I mean. Yeah. But at least we've made quite significant progress. Well, this is an issue that we are all interested. We, we will support you all the way as you try to uh, improve on mental health care in the country. We wish you all the best and thank you for the good work. Dr. Yamankwa Asa, he's a deputy director in charge of health promotion at the Mental Health Authority. And we've been talking about how to improve on mental health care. Let's get on to other stories, uh, which also is in the health sector, because the Ghana Health Services, over 60% of the population has not fully taken the jab against the COVID-19 virus. The country is still far behind in achieving its COVID-19 vaccination target. The service says this leaves the country vulnerable to the virus. The Director General of the Ghana Health Service, Dr. Patrick Kumabuaje, who was speaking at the launch of the 7th National COVID-19 vaccination campaign. General of the Ghana Health Service, Dr. Patrick Kumabuaje, who was speaking at the launch of the 7th National COVID-19 vaccination campaign.
against COVID-19, representing 34%. 13.9 million have received just one dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. The Ghana Health Service is not happy with the... And Q and habits. But if the vaccine is taken to them, and that approach has really helped us, and we continue enforcing that until we meet our targets that we set ourselves. Manager of the expanded program on immunization, Dr. Kwame Amponsa Achiano outlined strategies to attain the vaccination target during the campaign. We want to deploy approximately 5,000 and over vaccination teams with over 1,000 supervisors across all the levels from national, regional, districts and districts. Using almost 23,000 healthcare workers and volunteers nationwide, we are aiming to vaccinate approximately 40 persons the vaccination campaign is scheduled to kick off from July 19 to July 23. Esther Inkrumah's report read to you. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. One million Ghana cities of money belonging to the University of Ghana is locked up with NDK Financial Services. This came to light during Tuesday's Public Accounts Committee sittings. Director of Finance for the University, Benis Agudu, says the university has learned lessons and has since put in place an investment policy to ensure it does not happen again. She says they are working to retrieve the locked up funds. Listen to the interaction between the chairman of the committee, James Kluche Aveji and the Director of Finance of the University. So the university, um, that is the Office of Research, Innovation and Development, you invested in NDK Financial Services and only 100,000 was redeemed, leaving a balance of 1 million 234,767.59 Ghana cities. Have you been able to recover the, this balance from the NDK Financial Services? Thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, as a university, we have learned from our previous acts. We have Will you answer my question first? We haven't recovered the amount, but it's okay. going through the process. Currently, it's with the legal counsel to follow up through the due process. We currently have an investment policy which confirms what we are saying, and we are adhering to that. So that is where we are. Why is NDK, NDK Financial Services not able to refund the money or pay you the money? Is there any reason? Um, they had liquidity challenges, and what they told us when we sent it to them was they promised actually paying, but we never got the money. So we have followed our internal processes and handed it over to our legal counsel. To Are they still our... in operation? Um, yes, to some extent. <laughs> to, to some extent means what? Um, I can't confirm their status as of now. Then, then your answer, yes, should not be the case. 
Okay. I, will I ask, that. are they still operating? You say yes. I withdraw that. I okay. withdraw that. The legal counsel will follow up with due process and inform. It means that the legal counsel never follow up on all these issues. Now you are saying that they will follow up. They haven't followed up. It's a continuous process. They sent a letter and they keep following up. But as I bet, the 100,000 was retrieved through correspondence as well. They have sent reminders. And I think we have attached a copy of the letter. It's a process which is ongoing. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Well, the university says it has taken steps to ensure accreditation of some of its unaccredited programs captured in the 2021 Auditor General's report. The 2021 Auditor General's report revealed 374 academic programs offered by the University of Ghana were unaccredited. Out of the 374, 14 are diploma programs and 80 are undergraduate programs. Postgraduate programs are 213 and 67 are PhD programs. The report stated that the university advertised 374 academic programs on the various web portals that had the accreditation expired or re required reaccreditation during the period under review. But the university says it has accredited 60 out of the 80 undergraduate programs, with 20 still undergoing the process of accreditation. Listen to that interaction between uh, chairman of the Public Accounts Committee and uh, registrar of the university. After we um, had these um, audit responses, we've put in place a lot of measures so, for instance, currently we have a total of 132 programs, or should I say we have a total of 220 programs in the whole university. We have put in place measures to ensure that um, all of these programs are properly accredited. Currently, we have 132 programs which are fully accredited, Madam, and this cuts across all levels. Madam, I'm sorry that I may come across as being rude. But I'm asking a specific question. But you want to give me a PhD thesis out here. 2021, the auditors came in for the undergraduate programs. 80 of them were not accredited. I'm interested in that 80 that was not accredited. What have you done about it? The 80 that you were audited and they were not accredited. Mr. Chairman, what we have done is put in place systems to ensure that all of these 80 programs are properly accredited. How many of them have you gone to get the accreditation for, the 80? Mr. Chairman, out of the 80, I would say that currently we have 60 of the undergraduate programs fully accredited, and the rest are in the process of being accredited. Now let's go to the next one, postgraduate. You had 213 programs that were not accredited. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. As part of the process, we have weeded out many programs that were no longer uh, being offered at the University of Ghana. So as I said, we have a total of 220 programs in all. So this figure of 213 postgraduate programs, half of them probably have been taken out because they are no longer offered 
at the University of Ghana, and the remainder have uh, gone through the accreditation processes or are in the process of going through reaccreditation. If you just joined us, this is Joy News Desk. Let's take a break and bring you business shortly. of His Excellency, the Vice President of the Republic of Ghana, Dr. Mahmoudou Baumia, Ghana National College celebrates its 75th speech and prize-giving day under the theme, 75 years of holistic education, natural leaders for the 21st century. Date, July 22nd, 2023. Time, 8 a.m. Venue, Ghana National College, Cape Coast. The celebration will be climaxed with other landmark events as follows. July 16th, Regional Church Service. July 19th, Interhouse Debate. July 20th, Nananum in Spa followed by a set down. July 21st, Football Gala, AGM, Flag Raising Ceremony and more. July 22nd, Speech and Prize Giving Day, Fundraising Dino Dance. July 23rd, Thanksgiving Service, Swearing in New Executives, Omuto Fufu Gathering, Pool Party. Nananum, Enyansafo. Score HD, the new exciting football channel is now. Nananum, Enyansafo. Score HD, the new exciting football channel is now. NTFB Cup, Primera Liga, Copa de la Liga Profesional, C. Ronaldo in the Saudi Pro League, as well as daily sports news every other hour. Also, get updated on Messi and Mbappe on PSG TV. Hi, good morning. Welcome to Business. My name is Daryl Kwao. The Office of the Registrar of Companies, ORC, will soon roll out a software to assist and provide services to individuals with low literacy levels. The digital platform will also ease accessibility and patronage of services of the ORC. This was revealed at the inauguration of the ORC office complex in Kumasi. Here's more in this report. The three-story building of the Office of the Registrar of Companies in Kumasi is to get closer to the business community and improve the quality of services provided to clients in the northern sector of Ghana. It cost 8 million Ghana cities and was financed using internally generated funds from the Registrar General's Department and the Office of the Registrar of Companies. The ORC is responsible for registering, managing and regulating commercial enterprises. Registrar General Jemima Mama Owari says failure to digitize systems and processes at the office would be costly for the country. She says the digital operation will help phase out the activities of middlemen in transactions and access to services. 
We acknowledge the fact, though, that we are in a digital era, and there are still some people in our society who, unfortunately, have not been exposed to this. This office will therefore have a specialized division to assist clients who generally have no knowledge in IT and require aid. But let me make a point here. It's not going to be that forever and ever you'll be coming here to get help. We'll help you once, and then you go and try to use the system yourself. So we cut out the continuous flow of human traffic to this place. With the assistance of the World Bank, this new software that I'm talking about will replace the current one, which has given us lots of challenges currently. It's being going to be migrated onto the G Cloud before the end of August, and I believe our services will improve considerably. Ashanti Regional Head of ORC, Nana Mecha Prempe, says the inception of the ORC in 2019 has seen an increase in business and company registration in the region. The digitalization process has helped because the turnaround time is quicker. It used to take about three months for you to get a name because we had to thumb through manual manuscripts to be able to determine whether this one has registered or not. But right now, at the touch of a button, you're able to determine whether this, this name is on a system or not. So it takes a shorter time for us to process documents. The Attorney General and Minister of Justice, Godfred Yabuadame, wants permanent offices of the ORC to be established in all regions. I've stated before that effectively harnessed the obstruction of companies' processes, the ability to be a formidable organ for the state in the area of good governance and the fight against corruption. In this regard, it is an absolute imperative for the ORC to have permanent offices around the country. The ORC needs to be firmly established in every region and district of Ghana. The Kumasi office of the ORC, that ought not to be the least, the last of the expansion drive of the ORC. I assure you of the government's support for the office of companies to acquire its own permanent offices in all the regions of Ghana so as to improve service delivery and ease of doing business. Joy Business, Mona Lisa Frimpon reporting. Now, with Ghana's economy seeing an exponential dip in recent times, there have been calls to develop strategic policies in supporting the patronage of green businesses and their products. Ashanti Bino, Director at the Ministry of Trade and Industry, uh, Mahmouda Osman, believes the optimization and patronage of environmentally sustainable enterprises could show up the sinking economy. He says the continuous dependence on imported goods would not only throw the country into economic difficulties but also threaten national security. Here's more. CNV Green Regional Trade Show held in Kumasi, Ashanti Regional Director of Trade, Mamuda Osman, noted the essence of embracing a green and circular economy through industrialization. Under the green project, I have witnessed entrepreneurs come out with very attractive and useful products from waste. Some are producing raincoats, laptop bags, etc. from waste sachet rubbers. Production of reusable sanitary pads, fertilizer from cocoa husk, charcoal briquettes, organic compost, among others. Global economy is sinking for various reasons. One major factor that makes Ghana's economy to struggle is lack of adequate industrialization, making, it, making us dependent on imports. Uh, the exhibition and uh, 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 investments 
the future for the was in partnership with the Ministry of Trade and Industry, GIZ Ghana, Association of Ghana Industries and Ghana Enterprises Agency. The trade show brought together over 50 new businesses from SMB's green incubation. All right, and that's it for this segment. The news continues after the break. Patronage of His Excellency, the Vice President of the Republic of Ghana, Dr. Mahmoudou Baumia, Ghana National College celebrates its 75th speech and prize giving day under the theme 75 Years of Holistic Education, Natural Leaders for the 21st Century. Date July 22nd, 2023. Time 8 a.m. Venue Ghana National College, Cape Coast. The celebration will be climaxed with other landmark events as follows July 16th, Regional Church Service, July 19th, Inter House Debate, July 20th, Nananum in Spa followed by a set down. July 21st, Football Gala, AGM, flag raising ceremony and more. July 22nd, Speech and Prize Giving Day, fundraising dinner dance. July 23rd, Thanksgiving service, swearing in new executives, Omuto Fufu Gathering, Pool Party. Nananum, Enyansafo. For crystal clear and thrilling podcasts and live shows, Download and listen to us on Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, MyJoy Online, Amazon services like Echo, Amazon Music, and Audible, Stitcher, Adam Online, Overcast, and Pandora. Take note of everything. Sign up for the multimedia digital platforms now to stay updated. 12 ambitious talents, 11 weeks of intense grooming, 7 talents have dropped off. Now, down to the final 5. Who emerges the winner for the maiden edition of Joy Prime's Cues and Lyrics and goes home with the 20,000 cash prize, an all-expenses-paid trip to Dubai, a recording deal, and other amazing products from our sponsors, TM Music, Lovett, Kwabena Mufasa, Traeger, Limwell, Who Wears the Crown? Vote for your favorite to glory by short code star 711 star 60 hash. Join us on Saturday, July 22, 2023, 8 p.m. at the Silicon Production House, Tessano, as we treat you to back-to-back performances and the crowning of the ultimate winner of cues and lyrics. It will be a night of great music with special performances from Superstar TZ, Mighty, and the newest sensation on the music scene, King Paluta. Come cheer your favorite to victory. Attendance is free. Guests must be seated by 7 p.m. Cues and Lyrics is sponsored by Syntex Tank, a strong, a tough, a dancer travels, and Ghana AIDS Commission. Cues and Lyrics, bring on the music. Joy Prime, your ultimate experience.
Welcome back to Join News Next to the rest of our stories. Majority in Parliament for the first time since the NDC started boycotting Parliament over Judge Equation's trial proceeded with business despite the absence of minority MPs yesterday. The House took questions, laid papers and discussed statements. Although the House fell short of considering much weightier businesses like bills, it's a significant turn from the past when it just adjourned the House whenever the NDC group abstained from sitting. Majority Chief Whip Frank Anodompre had a clear message for the NDC. Parliament of Ghana cannot wait for you. Listen. Our colleagues in the minority, and they have elected not to be present. It's that the Parliament of this Republic cannot wait for them. And hence, uh, as often been the practice, want to appeal to you that the answers to these questions be published, except for question 1405, um, which is which stands in the name of General Vincent. So for a speaker, it's your leave. Among the key business the House considered was a statement from the Food and Agriculture Ministry on the debt owed suppliers of the buffer stock company. According to the minister, the suppliers will be paid by the end of midweek. Buffer stock has made payments in respect of 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021 in full. Mr. Speaker, in 2022, of the 726,617,881 Ghana cities, 500 million cities has been paid to the suppliers. We still owe suppliers a little north of 503, 203 million Ghana cities. Such release, Mr. Speaker, we've sent to finance, and uh, last week we received 100, and, um, 100 million, which is 50% of what is due the suppliers. Uh, we have transferred same through the processes to buffer stock. We're hoping that, uh, Mr. Speaker, by the midweek this week, that 50% will be sent to suppliers. Mr. Speaker, I have also assured the suppliers that by um, the 17th of August, as we commence the, the payment of the 50% 17th of July, by the 17th of August, the remaining 50% will be paid. Mr. Speaker, we have kept faith with the buffer stock suppliers. As I, I mentioned, uh, the total business that they've done with um, the buffer stock company um, is to the tune an exact two billion seven hundred and five million four hundred and eight thousand four hundred and seventy six cities and fifty eight pesos, two point seven billion, out of which two point five billion has been made, and we will pay the remaining uh, the two hundred uh, million that is submitted to us in full by the end of August. We commence. Uh, payment hopefully by Wednesday, and in a month's time, the total payment uh, will be made. Uh, we don't have challenges with with the suppliers, so we are extremely surprised about uh, the happenings in the last one um, two weeks. But we take it in good faith, and we continue to work with them. And the headlines you would see, KNUST Hospital cited for alleged medical negligence as 10-day-old Beavers call on government to holistic health care for holistic health care for mentally challenged.
persons. My name is Aisha Ibrahim. See you again at 12. Political season is here, but there are a few faces that make it very interesting for us to look at, particularly with the case of the MPP primaries in orphan constituencies. These fresh faces are chasing a parliamentary dream, and today I'm going to be uh, bringing a few of them onto the show for a conversation. And I'm really interested in what is the inspiration behind their desire to go to parliament. The place when you speak to those in the house already, they tell you that this is a place that only gives you stress. It only leaves you poorer than you came in. But many new faces want to get into Parliament. What really is the motivation? We'll tap into that for the new patriotic party. Some of them, you've seen them uh, play, talk in the media. This is where they've done their, their, their job and uh, they're going into politics. So very fascinating conversation um, in prospect. But let's start with the very basics. For many of you who haven't heard, the NPP is holding uh, parliamentary primaries in orphan constituencies. What we talk about orphan constituencies is this fancy name to say in constituencies where they don't have sitting members of parliament. That is constituencies where the NDC is actually the incumbent when it comes to the member of parliament there. So you look at the, uh, the, the roadmap for the orphan constituencies. The nominations have opened. It closes on the 10th of August. The elections is going to be run over a period between the September 23rd to the 
to December 2nd, uh, 2023. So this is a long period. This is not one that will hold on a single day. So there's a reason why uh, this happened. You have to treat the orphan constituencies as a special case because you want to win it back from the opposition political party, um, which is the NDC in this case. The nomination fee is 3,000 CDs, but also the filing fee 35,000 CDs. But the thing to note about this particular number here is that this number here is for male, the male aspirants. For female aspirants and for disabled aspirants, they pay half of this particular amount here. And the party is very mindful of ensuring that the marginalized minority groups are encouraged uh, and given incentives to compete women and disabled. So they pay only half of this. That's just the surface of what we are talking about. This is breaking down for you. But then, if you look at the, some of the interesting details that we have, just to tell you the numbers when it comes to orphan constituencies, you know you have to go to parliament, right? Because there are 275 members of parliament there. And you know already, per the numbers, that the MPP has 137 members of parliament and the NDC has 137 members of parliament as well. And then there's this one independent who breaks the tie but votes with the MPP. So instantly you begin to see that this part here will be the area